You're listening to the Lance Day Radio Network Best of Series. This is my third and final segment from my interview over the weekend with Allison Francis, Chief Diversity Officer of Costco. She's giving a lot of advice. Find her online. Find her at Costco. She's giving a lot of advice on people that want to get in the DEI space and some of the steps that that need to be taken uh, to be a, a leader in that space, such as herself. You are listening to a Best of Series. Only on Lance J Plus. Um, I don't pull punches on my show. I've been hard on on DEI jobs and healthcare. A lot of them are, are scams. They're shams. They're just fine. Some attractive black woman or someone within the LGBTQ community to have a DEI job. There's no there's no curricula. There's no support. Uh, there are very few direct reports. You're not empowered. It's just a figurehead, six figure role. Um, that's not what you do. No, I think it's, it's important to, to, to note a couple of things. One, you can't just put one person in a role right. and think they're going to change a whole organization. Right. That's just not going to work. Right. Um, there has to be support from the top of the organization. Um, but I think everyone within has to know that they have a role. And I have to say that I've been pretty impressed with how everyone within the organization is really stepping up their game to see what their role is. And I mean, you know, and I'm not just talking about from the operations side, you know, I looked at our international conference, each one of the buying teams t- intentionally had supplier diversity goals and goals on how they wanted to improve, um, you know, their products and taking into account as many diverse people within that supply chain. And so you do that with intention. Um, and then even down to, you know, looking at the Costco Connection, which, you know, I'm not much into print magazines, but that is one of the biggest print magazines in the U.S. People who are Costco members love that Costco Connection. Um, but the intention that they've now put behind having uh, diverse models within the Costco Connection, so whether that's a person with disabilities, whether it's somebody's right. plus size, um, whether it's different yeah. neurodiversity, race, ethnicity, right. somebody with Down syndrome, right. that has been a huge right. focus, and you do that with intention. Right. Um, but, but another thing that I'll say about DEI practitioners, it's important if you're going to be successful in the role, not only do you have to have the support, you need to understand the organization you're working for. So if you don't have any operational background, it's going to be super tough to get things done or shift anything because people are going to be wondering, one, how did you get that role? Right. <laughs> Do you have any knowledge and experience? Right. Um, and so, you know, I think that the reason why in my first year of being in this role that I've had some success in certain things is because I have the tenure of working for Costco. Yeah, so you've been, you've been, yeah, I, I think you started working there when you were 16. 16. You were really, you just driving. So, and, uh, I mean, I think that's, that's important. You and, are Costco. Yeah, I think that's, for, I think that's important for any, for any role. And I know there's been the, a lot of you're CEOs the, You're the antithesis left. of me. Like, I change <laughs> jobs every three years. Like, I'm, I'm in for three years, and if they don't promote me and pay me, then, then I move to the West Coast, and then I move back to the East Coast. Um, and there's some values in that, but I think having tenure – um, when you when you've been somewhere, I mean, since you were a child, and and understand the organization really makes you a perfect individual for the role that you're in because you you grew up with Costco. So, and I think right? it's that, but I think it's really the principle of Costco trying to lead with integrity. And mm. when we make a mistake, saying we messed up and made a mistake, um, and and so I can appreciate the fact that there's just there's a lot of integrity within the organization. Mm. And so I think that's why a lot of people, quite honestly, stay. 
Well, that and you guys have more money than God too. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't hurt the situation. <laughs> no, that doesn't that, hurt the, the situation. That's the only reason that, that people. I mean, money's not everything, but it. Um, no, but Costco you know, also times, has the longest standing CFO on Wall Street. Oh wow! Uh, Richard Galanti wow. is an amazing genius when it comes to finances, and such a great leader who also really understands the business and so you know he has so much he has a lot of clout on wall street you know last question i have for you before before i let you go and thank you so much for your time what do you think about what do you think about the pack four where where's your pride you're you're from seattle you're a west coast person first of all welcome to the big 10 first first of all as as a dog it was the pack 10 when i was right you know pack eight before it did yeah but right more so pack 10 in the night later 90s right this whole pack four stuff, I can't even, I don't know. I have, I have so many questions. I mean, probably by the time I get back to Seattle, it'll be. It'll be something different. It'll be something different. Well, I mean, the bottom line is the TV deal is killed. I mean, I, I think it's terrible. Uh, the pack 12, pack eight, pack 10, pack four, whatever you want to call them, is a fantastic. I think they have the most national championships in the country. Now, you have UCLA, but you have Stanford as a, as a marquee program. Um, the the ducks you got the you got the the Nike money uh, I'm a big Huskies fan from from my time in Seattle I mean you have yeah. some great schools out uh, UCLA is a is a phenomenal school as well now I covered Arizona State on on NBC Sports Radio Arizona and Arizona State are party schools they're not really good with sports I have stories about James Harden that I can't talk about on air uh, about his time at, at Arizona State but they have a different mentality but as you've lived on the East Coast, I think the bottom line is nobody in D.C. where where you used to live is going to watch um, an Oregon-Washington game, even though it's a fantastic rivalry. No one in D.C. is going to watch that because the game starts at 9 Pacific time and everybody's yeah, in everybody bed, is, yeah. and you just can't get the national eyeballs that – whereas on the West Coast, people in Seattle will watch Alabama and they'll watch Ohio State and they'll watch Michigan and, and Florida and Georgia – and it's just, it's kind of a West Coast bias, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, I definitely think that uh, it will be interesting to see. But, of course, they're all doing it based off of the sports that generate the most money, and right. football is a generating sport. Right, so. right. Absolutely. Well, you spent an hour with me, Miss um, Francis. I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, it's always good to see you. It's it's always good to connect with you. I know that you got to get on a flight and get get back out west. I'm glad that Alaska Airlines flies direct, and I know you're flying out of Nashville. So I, I appreciate you spending some time with me, and it's just great to see you. Keep me posted on, on how you're doing. Very nice to meet your family, and I know it's. Uh, I assume you're gonna have a little bit of a cry, man. It's your your son, your the, yeah. your firstborn, your your First baby, born. but he's gonna be okay. Now that I know him, if I bump into him, I might I might hand him a a, a grant. You know, it's always. When I come here, I usually bring a hundred bucks on me. Um, so it's your son or John Nixon's son or, or whoever whoever sees me first probably get blessed with a couple of twenties or or fifty. And I'm just uh, telling he you, has a village outside of yourself. So there there are people that, that know him. I know that you have obviously his his godbrother, but there are other people that will be watching and looking out for him. And I promise you, I, I give you my personal word that I will be one of those people, even though he doesn't know me. It's just always good to have a stranger say, "Hey, man, you know." It's, um, I know your family. Here's here's a hundred bucks. You know, enjoy yourself. So so he will be watched and he will be taken care of. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
Page, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins. The Ewins was hot. The, 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 the blue, orange, and white. Was got was those. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, a fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those into the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and those I got the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you, these ones. I don't even ones, know what a Stan, Stan Smith is. The Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas. Classic. So we're Classic. Hold down. up. Hold up. The first Air Force Ones. The Dunks. The Flights. Uh, what else was, was crazies? Uh, uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now, just a little more. The feeling someone's always there. Just to show how much they care. The feeling you're not alone. Now she's a part of your home. With so much to protect each day. 